Yo, what is up, everybody? We are back. Brand new episode of Shut Up and Listen. And man, do we got a special surprise for you. Shut up! That's right. Shut we don't up! Hear, we don't hear that bad FaceTime quality. Shut up and listen to me live! Johnny is back. After, what, six weeks of quarantine podcasting? The ACL is healed. <laughs> The ACL, the ACL is healed. Porzingis is back. Johnny Boy is back. Johnny's returned to the Shaw Worldwide headquarters. Today's episode, we will be talking about the last two parts of Jordan's last dance. We have been seeing reports of, you know, athletes' accounts on everything. <laughs> Horace Grant seems a little salty. And even Scottie Pippen is not happy with the way the last dance was portrayed. Yeah, I'm sure. And Johnny is going to interview me. About my upcoming soccer season. I will be telling everything he wants to know. It's going to be uncensored, uncut, whatever he wants to know. I will answer everything as truthfully as possible. We have a lie detector uh, machine hooked up to him, so we'll know. Maybe. But, anyway, we're going to jump right in. So we get the last two parts of the Jordan documentary, parts 9 and 10. The documentary is officially done. And I have to say, this is probably one of the best put together documentaries I've seen in quite some time. Would you agree? Bro, I love it. (laughs) (laughs) I love everything about it. I agree so much. It was such a great... It's so... It was so well put together that... I... I'm actually gonna watch it again. I will... Yeah. I I may want to watch it it again. More episodes in a row, honestly. I might watch like four episodes in a row. Like, at midnight when I get in bed, honestly, I might just pop it up on my phone. Yeah. And now we have another documentary on the way about Lance Armstrong, so I'll be oh, tuning into that I'm excited as well. for... I'll be tuning into that I'm one I'm excited well. for water. What, the Bruce Lee story? Absolutely, 200%. That's me doing one. Bruce Lee is a personal hero of mine. I have always been inspired by him. Well, we'll definitely be talking about that, but... So now the last dance is done. It's been, you know, it's all squashed away. You know, we know what happened after 98. Jordan went back into retirement. Pippen got traded to the Blazers. Came back also out of retirement. <laughs> yeah, Kerr. Kerr got traded to the Spurs. Poor Pete. And um, I think that was it, right? Yeah, and then Rodman got released as well. So their whole core was wiped away after the 98 season. Phil Jackson left. He ended up coaching the Lakers. As we all know, Coach Kobe and Shaq took a few championships. Three Pete. But a lot, of, a lot of players are... Uh, they're not happy with the way that Jordan portrayed the last dance. Apparently, Scottie Pippen's livid. I didn't read too much into it, but I have read something that Scottie Pippen's not happy with it. And obviously, Horace Grant and Jordan have not been cool for <laughs> quite some time. Conveniently, Horace Grant was on that Lakers team. Which Lakers team? One of them with um, Kobe, I believe, right? Was he actually? I believe I saw him. I gotta double check that because I didn't know. Uh... I know he was on that Magic team that beat yeah. the Bulls with and Shaq. That's not enough for him for a guy still salty. I mean, listen, Jordan said what he said. What do you want? At least he put in the part where you said Jordan's mad. Like, I got Horace Grant's part of that story. You know, like, I can make my own decision. If Jordan if Jordan thinks you did it, Jordan thinks you did it. Doesn't, that doesn't mean everyone who watched the documentary thinks you snitched. Also, who cares? Yeah, I mean, that's what it is. Like Jordan, By the way, like, I Jordan's love... Jordan's word really isn't God, <laughs> not on the basketball I love like, Dennis. I love Dennis Rodman even more. Oh, he's hilarious. He's so funny. Did you read that he even even showed up late to get interviewed for this documentary? I'm sure. (laughs) And he had like these ridiculous demands and stuff. I'm sure, yeah. (laughs) 
Batman can do whatever he wants, obviously, if he wants. Dennis Rodman. You know who I have the... You know who I actually love more because of that documentary? Who? John Stockton. I've always been a Stockton guy. No, but after hearing what he said, <laughs> that man is a baller shot yeah. caller. He coming like, I was never scared of them. They're, they're, like, I never saw them as the Bulls. They're just the Bulls. They're just a regular team. Like, if they had, like, one more piece on that team, they would have beaten the Bulls one time. Bro, so many teams... It, it doesn't even matter. Like, the whole point of the documentary, like, it's so many teams are, like, one little piece away. Not really. I mean, I think the Sonics of Peyton had just stuck with Jordan from the beginning of the series. That could have gone seven games. And we don't know what would have happened. Maybe, yeah. Because Peyton locked them. That's what I'm saying, but... But Peyton locked them. That's what I'm saying. He could have been beaten. That's pretty much I love I love the people that still claim that uh, Jordan pushed off Brian Russell. That was nothing. No, they... He, mean, he, they he, he, he had, like, a fingernail on his thigh, and then he just... I mean, he, had, he just had his hand. No, nah, dude. It wasn't his fingernail no, on Russell, his thigh. It was his whole hand. No, nah, but Russell was already flying in the opposite direction before anything. I'm not saying... I'm not saying he wasn't. I'm just saying, like, that was his whole hand on his head. Like, like Bob Costa said, it was like a maitre d' showing you to your table. That's how soft the touch was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm but, excited, um, bro. That shit was just a good documentary. It was fantastic. I uh, I really enjoyed it. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we have the Lance Armstrong documentary, so we maybe are going to find out why he did what he did. Uh, I highly I, doubt it. I think to this day he still denies that he used steroids to win That's those. the whole two-part. That's a two-parter, yeah. yeah I, I'm not going to watch I might watch it, but I'm not... It's not it's the just, last I, dance. No, but it's, it's one of those documentaries that you watch because this guy, Lance Armstrong, was such an American hero, and then it just all collapsed quick. And then after that, we have the Bruce Lee documentary. And yeah, let me the tell Bruce... you what. That Bruce Lee, bro. <laughs> be water, my friend. You put water into a cup, it becomes the cup. You put water into a bottle, it becomes the bottle. That's it. Bro, I memorized all those quotes <laughs> way before. When I saw water, I was like, I'm going nuts, bro. I memorized it. Yeah, and then Lee we have, and then after the water document, or Bruce Lee documentary, it's the, the home run race between Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire, which I is will that what that is about? Yeah. The home run race? It's I a just classic. Saw, I just saw Sosa and I was like, <laughs> I thought it was about a, him getting light skin. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I was that's like, a, nah, he, dude, that's a, that's, that's a classic. <laughs> that's a classic race. Before we knew that they were cheating, that when I was mean, a kid, when I was a kid, that was classic. But they were cheating. At the end yeah, of the but we didn't so. know. But they're, they're, they're definitely going to talk about that. Well, like, I'm more excited for that than Lance Armstrong. I can't believe the Lance Armstrong is two parts with all those top out of those three topics. I mean, that's uh that's that was a huge thing though. I understand why Bruce Lee's won. There's already so much out on him that this right is another yeah, little reminder. Yeah, like, this is another little reminder. This is like one of the first times we're seeing a Lance Armstrong documentary. Yeah, there's definitely nothing on him when we were growing up. Like, like this. Yeah, but, um... Let's start this interview. I'm ready. Are you ready? So, it's boom! Fire away. Any questions you want. So, for anyone who didn't really listen to the intro, Johnny's gonna interview me for the rest of the podcast until we get up to... Our end segments, our bold predictions, and our you can't make this up. Johnny will be interviewing me on my soccer season. If you have any questions that you want me to personally answer, just inbox me. I will 100% answer them. I'm super amped up for the season. And, yeah, I'm not going to release any other information until Johnny asks a question. So, Johnny, go ahead. Well, first and foremost, give us a little information. This league, what is this league? So, it's a summer league that I've been playing in for quite some time. Um, i got a few of my friends on this team. And um, it's 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 for fun. It's it's a, it's recreational. That's what it is. And uh, it's a great way for me to stay in shape, play the game that I love, and um, hopefully I get an end result, win a championship this year. Haven't done one in a while, so that's the that's the ultimate goal. It's like a how many teams are in this year? I think it's like fourteen. 
and top uh top eight make the playoffs. I want to talk about um. Well, before I go into that, what position do you play? I'm a striker. Yeah, everyone that doesn't know, <clears throat> that's points on the board, baby. All right, Dan, don't play no games. All I'm right, a striker. What do we do? What what what's your why, why striker? What what made you want to so, play that position? So a funny thing is, so in seventh grade, I had well, I'll backtrack. So I moved to, I moved down here from North Jersey. I want to say I was tw- I was eleven, about to be twelve. Mm-hmm. Where I, where I grew up, it was strictly baseball. So I was just baseball the whole way through and through. Didn't really I knew about soccer, but I never played it. So when I moved down here, down here, it's all about soccer, football, and baseball. There's three sports. You can only play two of them because obviously football and soccer run the same time. So around seventh grade, I got really close with one of my neighbors who lived two doors down. I'm still friends with him to this day. And he was on the soccer team. So I was like... Let me give it a shot. Mind yeah. you, I had no like knowledge of playing, no yeah. nothing. I went in there blind. The coach puts me as a midfielder, so that means I play. I can play. I play offense and defense. I'm box to box everywhere, and I liked it. And I kid you not, I never forget. We we played our first game ever behind the elementary school, and I scored in my first, my debut. I scored. I was a seventh grader. I scored off a. The goalie had hit the ball, and I was right there. So I just tapped it. And first game ever, I scored. So. I wanted to move positions. I was like, you know, I can score. <laughs> that was it. That was <laughs> you know, the one, I just had that feeling. Okay, I can, I can do right this. Yeah. I can do this. So I go to my coach. I'm like, you know, I want a position change to striker. And he's like, he's like, okay. Like, let me ask you this. Where, what position did you score your first goal? And I'm like, I was, a, I was an attacking midfielder. And he's like, there you go. There's your answer. So I stayed midfielder throughout uh Throughout middle school, and then as I got older, my body I got I got taller, a little bit faster. That's when I was able to make that transition to striker. And even post high school, every time I played soccer, I was a striker, striker, or sometimes on the left wing. You know, just space the because I was fast. Yeah, not was I still am, but like I I can space the, I get I get attention drawn to me so I can run. Yeah. That leaves someone else wide open. So like that's that's how we always used to play. Um, so yeah, I mean, ever since then I've been a striker, and uh, I don't really see me changing anytime soon. I'm kind of like adamant about playing striker. I don't play midfield anymore. My defense is subpar at best. So you gotta leave me a striker. Where did your passion come from for the sport? The love and passion. I. It's crazy. Like it was so. It was so late developing that I can't explain it. Like, I would say probably like around 07, 08, I saw Manchester United game on TV and Ronaldo was there and he stole the show. It always comes with watching the sport. I feel, like, feel like you fall in love with the sport when you watch Exactly. It. He stole the show. And I just like, I'm like, wow. And I see like, the fans, I see like the passion coming from Ronaldo and I was like, wow, like I, you know, like I, <laughs> I want to do that. And, you know, I started mimicking him in a way. And he wasn't even my first favorite player. My first favorite player was David Villa, who played for Barca. Because I watched a lot of Spain, uh, Spain soccer. Cause mm-hmm. my, grand- my grandfather liked soccer. Yeah. So I would watch games with him. He'd wake up early to watch and David Villa was the first one I saw. And I loved it. But, like, Ronaldo just drew me in a different direction. Like, he just, he took over the game. The spark was lit. So ever since then, I was like, you know, I want to play. Like, my dream is to play in front of, like, you know, 
80,000 screaming fans, you know, I want to play in the rain, like they do in England, and everything, like, that's, I guess that, I guess Ronaldo's the one that really sparked, like, that interest in me, like, you know, and obviously I'm not the physical specimen that he is, but it's like, you know, you, you, you mimic what he can do, I try, I try to, you mimic what you see, I wear, I wear his cleats that I have for every game, that's pretty much it, I know you said you were going to, uh, speaking of your cleats, you're going to be signing your cleats? So, I have... <clears throat> that what I read? Yeah, so, what I did was, um, I have, my right shoe is always going to be for my dad. For many of you, for any of you who don't know, my dad passed away when I was seven years old. Right um, So, the right side is always for him, because I'm a right-footed player. The right side is forever and always, like, I have his birthday and death date, like, written on each shoe. But, on the left side, I have, like, a few games that I've circled on my calendar that are of some importance to me personally. And so I, I'm going to have like a small dedication to them. I have tape that I can write on and I put it on my shoe. Like uh, one of my friends, her birthday is at the end of June. Um, you know, unfortunately I would love to spend it with her, but, um, I have a game that night. And, um, so I have happy birthday and I have her her name on it with the birth date, obviously. I have that. Um, I have a Father's Day one that I'm just I'm not gonna I'm not gonna write anything on my left shoe. I have a few written down. So like each game I'm gonna have like just a different meaning to go out there and play. That's what it's all about, leaving it all out. Yeah, my brother's birthday for one. Um got fourth of July for one I have like the I just called it tape red, white, and blue. Thought it looked pretty well, cool. July 9th, remember that game. That's... Johnny, Johnny Rivera, Johnny Boy. I don't think that's a weekend. Well, put it on the calendar anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that does lead to my next question. What do you expect from this season? What do you think you're going to look like? What are you going to... Let's crazy. say, what are you going to end the season with? How many goals do you think you'll have? How many, how many I goals? I want 20 this year. He wants 20, ladies and gentlemen. I want 20. Is that realistic now, or are you dreaming? It's definitely... A possibility, like I've I've gotten close before. I've never eclipsed that twenty mark. I've gotten to or eighteen. So we're going for we're going for career highs. Exactly. And I'm, okay, I thought maybe we were working <laughs> our way into it. I had like I've had eighteen one year, seventeen, fifteen. Like I've been I've been double digits a few times. Um, lately it's been single digits because you know unfortunately injuries have injuries have caught up to me. Even now I have like a. I have an ankle injury I'm still recovering from. That was going to be my next question about your injury. <laughs> it's actually, you know, the thing is they have me, they had me out. Yeah, I they had you out six weeks or something like that. But I've been, I've been excelling at all the tests I've been taking. Um, I did fill one. But other than that, I've been practicing very well. Uh, I feel great. Unfortunately, tomorrow there is a scrimmage that I'm not in. But I will be out there to, to not, I also participate, but just to cheer my boys on. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's healing at a much better pace than I anticipated. So, so. you're physically feeling good. I felt great. Like uh, Tuesday was my last practice. Uh, I felt great. Um, today, today I just did, like I did my own practice outside. I I felt I still felt pretty good. Well, you know, within within guidelines, within guidelines. Yes, yeah, no, so no people around. No people around. Six feet. <laughs> yeah. There was no one around. I was by myself shooting, but I felt good. I I that's honestly best, was warmed up. Um, solo soccer is the best. 
vaccine by itself working out way you know you need it's peaceful first. it's peaceful for me especially like you know leading up to this year it's been like it's been tough like the last the i would say the last three to four weeks for me personally have been tough a lot of shit's been going on um you know lost my grandfather at a like then again rest in peace um that one that one hit pretty hard so that was kind of like it's an added motivation for this for this year um you know I've, I've experienced some ups and downs throughout these last three weeks that i won't really dive too much into but like you know i have a tremendous supporting staff i have people who reach out to me every day asking how i'm doing um and they're the ones that really are they're the ones that are really motivating me to get out there and play. Because honestly, with the last three weeks I had, if I had told my if I had told my coach that I didn't feel like playing, I probably would have been like I probably would have just been content with just taking a year off and then going back next year. But I, you know, I had people in my ear saying like, you know, don't do that. That's not you. So I'm out there. <laughs> We're out here. We are for, out there. For not just himself, but for everyone. We're out there. Yeah, you know, you gotta. You got to show love for the supporting staff. I don't want to be a selfish player and just think, make it all about me. It's not, it's not about me. It's never been about me. It's about, you know, I try to put on a, I guess try to put on like a display for everyone just to, you know, I, I can do this and, you know, I do it for you guys. So it's like, you give back in a way. I want to like give back. Like, thank you for coming out. Stuff like that. Thank you for coming out. <laughs> I do, I, and I love it when people come to my games, even though like sometimes they, uh, sometimes you know, um, sometimes what you call it, like uh, I get in, like in the heat of the moment of a game, and like I have like <laughs> I get angry really quick in the game, like I really do. And yeah. If stuff's not going, if, if stuff's not going my way, would you say I, you're competitive? Oh my god. Oh, it's bad. <laughs> That's the anger. I understand completely. It's tell bad. Us. Tell man. us about the soccer competitiveness. It's bad. I hate it. I, I, are you Are you going to try and control that this season, or are you going to let no, it out? It's who I am. <laughs> so I want to get out. I want to win every game. Red possible. flag. Red flag. <laughs> red card. <laughs> red flag. I've only gotten. I've only gotten football. I've only gotten. I've only gotten one red card in my entire career playing. And we're about to double that this season. Let's go. <laughs> I went on one red card my entire career. Um, I think uh, it was a mistake. I I took some kid out. Hey, listen, you gotta chuck somebody. It was, it was at a. It wasn't really out of anger. He was by himself with a clear shot at goal. So I just, I took him out. That's it. You gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> I took him out. I didn't take that him. Was- I, didn't, I didn't take him out of the game. I like he. He got a little shaken up. He continued playing, but I had to like I had to put him on the I had to like, just tackle him to the ground really quick. Like I say, like we say in a basketball, bro, no easy buckets. Nah, but uh, I've uh, I'm I'm ultra competitive. Like when it comes to anything, even like even playing basketball outside. If we're losing, I fuck, I turn it on. Yeah, every time I beat him, he tries to play me again. People, and I'm telling you, he's still trying to play me now. So you know what happened last time. <laughs> <laughs> it's not true, people. Right? <laughs> I'm gassing, I'm gassing. <laughs> oh, cap it, I'm not taking it off. <laughs> so what do you, uh, you said, you said 20 goals at the end of the year. Yeah. At the end of the day, what does it all mean to you this season? What do you think? What well, do you want to gain from it all at the end of the season? So, I'm in the championship. 
so a lot of people know that I was supposed to be in Spain. Um, probably, I would say, what, end of April? Yeah, I was supposed to be in Spain at the end of April, sponsored by my company to go play soccer in Spain. Mm-hmm. Of course, with COVID-19, we everything got axed, and that uh, it kind of bummed me out, because like, that was like a dream. A dream of mine is to go play soccer in Spain. Or not just Spain in general, just in Europe in general, but like Spain was like, oh my god, like the opportunity. <laughs> like, oh there. my god, like we're like it. I I would feel like a professional athlete for the week that I'm there. Yeah. So um, that got axed, and they're talking about maybe now at the end of summer, August, that September region that they're gonna try and do it again. Uh-huh. And you know, um, I'm gonna do it. Uh, and if you're in shape from the season and you know the best thing is you know if you put on a show you can get noticed so my goal is to get out there put on a show get noticed and you never know what can happen like I could be living in Spain for all we know if I really put on a show and do what I can do and you know showcase my my skills and abilities Um, I'm pretty confident in myself I don't you know I I love going up against the best competition in the world just to you know go toe-to-toe with them so you know that's the that's the goal for this year just perform and put on a show i'm excited i think we're all excited and your team is excited we're excited this year we have a good group of players like we've been playing together for a while so the chemistry's there um it's all a matter of putting it together and you know getting that trophy at the end of the year i want to i want to ring mvp mvp i wish you hope you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think um, yeah, that's pretty much all we can interview about, huh? Anything you want to tell us? It's pretty much it. It's pretty much it at that point. Anything else you need to let us know? No, nah, I think we got everything out of the way. At the end of the day, soccer is your love. Always will be. Never soccer will break your heart, but it's always there. Soccer, or as some countries call it, football. Football. Speaking of football, I have a bold prediction. Shoot. I think Tampa Bay makes it to the Super Bowl. Mm. Who do you think plays them? Do you want me to guess? No. That's a rhetorical question. <laughs> That's my job, buddy. Do you buddy. want me to guess that, Mike? <laughs> what if I told you Bill Belichick was against Tom Brady in the Super Bowl? <laughs> yeah, the Patriots won't do it. Patriots won't make it this year. There's... Who gets their seventh ring first? That's, <laughs> that's the bold prediction. Let's see what happens. NFL's back, baby, and I just want to at least talk about Almost it one time. And that's there. the bold prediction. Bold Almost prediction is courtesy there. of my friend Albert Bacon, though. I'll give him credit where it's due. Cool. I'm not going to lie. Albert Bacon, he knows. Shout out to him. Does he listen? Yeah. Appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're talking NFL a lot today, so... By the way, folks, we are ready for NFL. Okay. Don't don't think we forgot about it. No, schedule it's, is out. it's definitely going to happen. It's definitely going to happen. And that bold prediction was so good that it just had to be shared. Because that'll be just a beautiful, beautiful game. Huh. That is an interesting one. I, I mean, this the NFC is loaded. It's going to be crazy. We're definitely, we're definitely going to have a... I definitely want to... We're going to save NFL predictions for, for next week. No, for like uh, August. Olivia? For like August. There's so much we can't talk about. <laughs> so like, we're going to save that for August when hopefully I can get everybody and shop back in this Oh, room. that's why he wants the group discussion. And we get the whole discussion about it. Because we have great discussions, believe it. Like, 
like really good like in-depth conversation um you know uh i guess my you can't make this up is uh i actually had a discussion with this with a buddy of mine can't make this up uh former first round pick mvp super Bowl runner up cam newton still doesn't have a job why we're not gonna we're not gonna why can't make this up. That's you know, and he he has a lot of accolades behind him. We're not we're not gonna we're not gonna even try to wonder why. I do wonder why. I hope he gets a job soon. He's been a favorite player of mine for quite some time. So hopefully he gets uh gets put in the right system and uh yeah. I would know. take over here, Cam, but we're. We're just better yeah, playing Daniel Jones. Uh, yeah, I mean the Jets. Bro, so I would love, sorry, you know, I would love you on the Jets, but we got you know Sammy Darnold. Yeah, sorry, we're over here. We're both rebuilding, but we do want you to have a team. Someone love, will take you. Honestly, man, you should just go to Pittsburgh. Listen, see Pittsburgh. See, it doesn't got to be New York. <laughs> Pittsburgh, like team needs a back, a team that needs a backup, like on the fringe starter. You can't make it up, and let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, shut up and listen.